The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. The crowds asked John the Baptist, What should we do? He said to them in reply, Whoever has two cloaks should share with the person who has none. And whoever has food should do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? He answered them, Stop collecting more than what is prescribed. Soldiers also asked him, And what is it that we should do? He told them, Do not practice extortion. Do not falsely accuse anyone and be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to Gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Exhorting them in many other ways, he preached good news to the people. The Gospel of the Lord. My friends, once an elderly woman walked into the local country church. A friendly usher greeted her at the door and helped her up the flight of steps. Where would you like to sit? he asked. The front row, please, she answered. You really don't want to do that. The usher said, The pastor is really boring with his long Advent homilies. Don't tell Father Peter this. <laughs> do you know, do you happen to know who I am? Asked the woman. No, said the usher. I am the pastor's mother. Does that happen? Then, do you know who I am? The usher asked. 
No, she said. Good, said the usher, and said bye for the day <laughs> without attending the Mass. My friends, I would like to share with you today something from the very advice before before my ordination by, by, by my grandmother. She told me a beautiful story that was very common in the culture. I hope you will, you will get it somewhere, maybe from a different culture. So that advice was excellent. In India there are, we call them sadhus, I mean a monk is known as a, a person like, like our religious. Of course, I mean, after coming here, I see the different concept of religious. Whereas in India, most of those religious, like monks, like the, the ones who live in uh, monasteries, they don't have a personal bank account. Even today, they don't have. At least they're not supposed to have. Let us go with the rule like that. Hmm? Because why to condemn somebody? So, uh, for them, we call them sannyasi or sadhu, something like that, which means literally a guru, which means a teacher. So, there will be a lot of those kind of people in many villages who move from place to place, who are taken care by the people. And those people, when they come into the villages, it will be quite interesting people wash their feet. And maybe you would have seen somewhere, if you, are, if you are a movie lover or a religious, this thing, they even put that, after washing, the, washing their feet, which will be very dirty, even I don't want you to wash my feet because I leave my sandals and walk all around, so you all know that, you may say that I have more bacteria, right? They're right there. You will tell me we are protecting from that. But for me, you may ask me the question, why are you doing that? I am I, very comfortable with the Lord when I don't have anything on me. Nothing beyond that. Of course, it is God's commandment. But, but we, we over, overturn some of their commandments, right? We can do that. God's commandments we can overturn. So... Those people who are considered holy by the society, they are not rich. They don't have anything. They don't have bank account. And those people, their way of living is, they go to houses, beg for their food. They beg for their food. And of course, I mean, the moment they get their food, it's okay. I mean, even in the Christian tradition, there are so many Franciscan priests whom I had seen, and uh, they they take a begging bowl and go for their food. And they are, I'm quite interesting. I mean, I had a great encounter with one of the priests. He is, to, he is allowed to go to five houses. Of course, maybe a, a commandment he has put on himself. So if five houses that he goes, if they don't put anything in that plate or something, that day he goes starving. 
I had seen him literally many times. He shared with me. So these people, back to the story. So these people in the evenings, they they sit. Any temple in India, usually, if you see, there is a a place which is which is covered over the top, but not enclosed around. So anybody can go and sit there. They go and sit there. and then discuss about the problems of the villages the problems of the villages they don't have good roads many people don't have houses huh? many people don't have even enough food i mean everything and everything they discuss and they discuss and they and then come to the conclusion and say we need to be doing all these works for all these people they discuss all that and then the early morning they get up and take their begging bowl and go and she told me they do that every day throughout their life no change whatsoever are you getting that's the only point for me in my grandmother's advice they discuss that throughout their life what they need to be doing to change the lives of the people a lot of development works in the villages maybe building temples maybe doing so many things religious things and all that they discuss but they leave the discussion there and early morning they take their begging bowl and go and and their life is same for 60 70 80 90 years the advice she gave me was she told me why this she told me the story is as a priest you are going to do that as a priest you are going to do that you are going to know their problems you are going to discuss about their problems but never get a, get away from that and go sit with them learn to change the lives of people from spirituality to other things how could you change their lives because usually that interaction my brothers and sisters we don't do why i chose to tell you that with all the the beautiful stories i have i left them aside and i shared this with you is because our christian life is like that Do any of you go home and discuss about the homily or the questions? Some? Yeah, dare to say yes. If no, dare to say no. No problem. We all we all can start somewhere. Do you discuss about your prayers? Do you discuss about the good things that you did that day? Do you discuss about the bad things that you did that day? Don't tell us that. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, this is what exactly John the Baptist requested those people. Because they when he said to them they thought about it, that is the reason why they thought this man seems to be Christ. he was not christ right 
do you feel i mean the moment you start discussing the moment somebody changes your life the moment the advice is given in your life that you need to be changing and repenting changing your spiritual life changing your way of prayer changing the way that you you do your devotion and dedication in the church how you follow the worship and all that if you are changing a little bit my brothers and sisters that is what exactly makes you and me well prepared for christmas is anybody coming to find christ here yes at the christmas you are not going to find forgive me for saying that because he already came 2000 years ago it is an historical event then don't tell me what are you what are you all doing here why i'm saying that is he already came and he is already there within your heart you believed him you know him you know all about his theology you know all about his asking what you need to do my brothers and sisters if you are not doing what he is asking of you what the holy spirit is inspiring you to do and then coming and sitting here doesn't make you worthy of seeing him that is the questions my brothers and sisters you and i need to put to ourselves because it's easy to uh, to put the question to the other person now i could sit and say why senators are doing that why congress is doing that why the rally or wake county administration is doing that is easy to ask but what am i doing if i want to be close to christ if i want to be well prepared to go and kneel and kiss the baby jesus at the crib what do i need to be doing i think it is enough right otherwise it will be 10 o'clock by 10:30 by the time you go home and my friends it is always when you are sitting in front of god it is always personal your silence your questioning your answering if you take it to your family to your neighborhood to your friends that is where you become john the baptist that is the role god gives to you and to me we need to be not only preparing ourselves at least whom god has given to us in our lives we need to be preparing them and of course i mean we all move to a culture i'm not i'm not criticizing western culture any culture moves to privatization this is my boundary don't touch it is your spouse or your children will ask 9 to 10 is my time don't ask me what i am playing on my on my mobile phone don't ask me that this time is my private don't tell me anything so we all move any culture is always like that because that that seems to be much easier but doing things together questioning each other learning to know what the each other each of us are doing that is the most important in our spiritual life my brothers and sisters that is where we will be worthy of the lord 
Let us pray for that wonderful grace in this holy mass. All the women with their if they are pregnant they can come forward with their husband or family. Heavenly Father, bless all of us who are gathered around your altar. Give us grace to pray for our needs and for all the needs of the church. For the church that she may bring good news to the poor, healing to the brokenhearted, and liberty to captives, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all nations, that they may heed the message of Christ and embrace the way of the gospel, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the disabled, that the Lord may strengthen them by our assistance and make them firm through our support and concern. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace this week to be free of anxiety and to be generous in showing kindness, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace to be always attentive to the Lord and ready for his return, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, and through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Amen. God, author of all life, bless, we pray, these unborn children. Give constant protection and grant a healthy birth that is the sign of our rebirth one day into the eternal rejoicing of heaven. Lord, who have brought all these women the wondrous joy of motherhood. Grant, her com- grant them comfort in all anxiety and make them determined to lead their children along the ways of salvation. Lord of the ages, we have singled out this, these men to know the grace and pride of fatherhood. Grant them courage in this new responsibility and make them an example of justice and truth for these children. Lord, endow all their families too with sincere and enduring love as they prepare to welcome these children into their midst. Lord, you have put into their hearts of all men and women of goodwill, a great awe and wonder at the gift of new life of all our parish community. 
with faithfulness to the teachings of the gospel, a new resolve to share in the spiritual formation of these children in Christ our Savior, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen.